0: Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central.
1: Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs, and the internet. Information you want, all the help you You need. need. Your Tech Life, with Trevor Long.
0: Well, hello, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and welcome. Your Tech Life, episode 346. Thanks to the good people at Garmin Satellite Navigation. GPS technology and Alcatel with their huge range of mobile devices um, you can find them at corner stores post office big W's and we'll talk about them shortly um, lots to talk about this week there's a there's a fair bit of tech news around and um, we will we'll chat about a few of those things um, drones are in the news again I spoke to you last week about the new GoPro and this week I will bring you a, a chat I had with one of the senior managers at GoPro who flew into Australia to show me the Karma and um and we'll have a chat about the the, the, the new GoPro range. Uh, I like to call the company GoPro 2.0. I think it's a it's a real landmark moment for them. And we'll also talk to uh, a senior engineer from Dyson, um, who's part of the team that created the the Pure Link range of um, air multipliers. These uh, these fans uh, also purify the air uh, and have app control. So we'll talk about that today. Um, look, the, the amount of news going around, you've got um, you got Chromecast news for Channel 9 viewers, you've got Spotify, you've got Lamborghini, we've got electric bikes, we've got um, ideas for parents at school without uh, to help you not lose kids' items. So many cool things to talk about this week here on Your Tech Life. If you want to get in touch, just go to the website eftm.com.au um, and um, let's have a chat about anything that's on your mind. It uh, doesn't matter whether it's advice you want, whether it's... Uh, um, something else that's going on in your tech world that you want to see um, eftm.com.au is the way to get in touch with me and, uh, and see how, um, how things are going in your world maybe we can help you out maybe we can make things better you just never know Your Tech Life with Trevor Long Now, I did speak last week about the drones. Now, the karma from GoPro is awesome, but is here's how long a week is in technology. This morning, DJI, the um, the leader in drones, I would I would argue, and I think I'd be right, um, announced a new drone, the Mavic Pro. Now. <laughs> When you see them side by side, you might be amazed—they look very similar. The cameras at the front they fold up, so both the Karma from GoPro and the Mavic Pro from DJI, very similar form factor. But, and I'll say this from the start, DJI one, GoPro nil. As an overall basic announcement, DJI win the day. GoPro, let me just reflect on last week's conversation. Their drone is not just a drone; it's a system. The gimbal, the thing that stabilizes the camera and makes beautiful flowing video, comes out of the drone and becomes something you can handhold. So a handheld gimbal is very, very useful uh, when you talk about you know, walking around, uh, in my case, walk around a car to take a video and things like that. The, the DJI does not have that. So if you um, don't have the money to buy a drone and a gimbal, handheld gimbal, then the GoPro is fantastic. DJI's drone has a 7 kilometer range, which would be illegal flying on your own because you have to line of sight. But in terms of um, swinging um, appendages and saying, I'm better, will DJI do better there? They ha- they don't have as good a controller because the screen is your smartphone, but some some people like that about the DJI. Their controller is smaller and, and um, a little bit more compact, which is great. Um, as I say, it folds up, but it also has multiple sensors and nearly two of every sensor so that you have redundancy so it knows where it is at all times it uses two satellite systems it has two proximity sensors and it has the collision avoidance technology so when you're flying along at 36 kilometers an hour it will actually be able to avoid things around it in front of it so in theory that is you know mind-blowingly brilliant but I'm just not sure yet whether it is genuinely um, all going to work as it says it does. But, geez, DJ, I've got a lot of history and research here, so I think it will be the mother of all drones. Now, it's um, a very different form factor, and it sits at $1,699, $1,700, um, and the camera doesn't come off. So on GoPro terms, that's kind of similar pricing, but not as advantageous in terms of the GoPro camera it comes off the Karma. Uh, it sits you know, $400 below the most expensive Phantom 4, and it sits, you know, nearly double the price of the basics Phantom 3 standard. So price-wise, it's kind of mid-range. Um, but I want one just because it's small and compact. And I think it does everything I want a drone to do, but it just looks better than the than the Phantoms. The Phantoms now are big, um, you know, kind of clumsy-looking drones, if you like. Whereas the Karma and the, and the um, Mavic Pro are small, thin, portable, in mean, the size of a you know two-litre water bottle, probably smaller, and it all folds away so it can be taken in your backpack. So look, I think this is a big time. And the other one that, that happened during the week, which I didn't talk to you about here on Your Tech Life, was Parrot announced three new drones last week. The Disco is that huge fixed-wing um, drone, which is kind of more like a plane, uh, a remote-control plane. And then the, the uh, Swing, which is like an X-Wing fighter, and the Mambo which is a tiny little drone they've always had the Parrot Mini but this one now allows you to stick on top of it a grabber so you can pick things up and or a um a little cannon so you shoot these little plastic pellets so you can have great little games or wars whatever you want to do that for 200 bucks is awesome and um and yeah, it's 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 pretty pretty darn cool. So Parrot did very well last week. And if you want to have a look at all those, I did a segment on the Today Show. Um, just go to my Facebook page. Uh, just search Trevor Long on Facebook. Uh, TrevorLong.com I think takes you to that. I should check that, shouldn't I? Does it still do that? TrevorLong.com. Uh, I think it takes me to my Facebook page. Oh, the suspense is killing me. Yes, it does. So just go to TrevorLong.com. Scroll down and have a look at the uh, the segment on the Today Show. Uh, with the drones, you can see pictures and, and video of them all. The DJI is new, and it um, it's only just been announced, but uh, a stunning looking product. And um, we'll take some calls, and then we'll hear from uh, from Chris from GoPro. Uh, about just what's going on with the, the new range of uh, GoPro products. Um, that is um, that is what's happening on the world of drones.
1: Talking technology without the jargon. Your Tech, tech life. life with Trevor Long.
0: Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading Your Tech Life. You can get in touch anytime you want at eftm.com.au. G'day, Maggie.
2: Hello, Trevor.
0: What's happening in your world?
2: Well, I run a business, and it's a very busy business, and technology allows me to do that business.
0: Oh, wow, very good.
2: So I have an Apple iMac, an Apple iPad Pro and Pencil,
0: a um,
2: couple of iPads, mm. and my business outsider who I communicate with, um, he has an iPhone 6S uh-huh. Plus, Yep, as, as I do, uh, and his, uh, we've I think we bought them about the same time but his uh, screen is freezing and I did a bit of googling and found out that it's a known issue that Apple aren't dealing with and once it's out of warranty, bad luck.
0: So so, so what is the issue? What does it do?
2: So the uh, the screen the touch screen doesn't work at all. Well, well, it, it starts off not working. Uh, and then it then it'll go. And originally I'd would say to my um offsider, Well, oh, you've got too many windows open. But in the end it just got worse and worse.
0: Mm.
2: It it, it and, and now he'll 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 sort of give it a bit of a slap on his knee. Oh, okay and it'll, it'll work.
0: Right. Um, and is it easy to replicate? So for example, uh if you uh, walk up to me in the street and said Look at this. Does it happen all the time or does it only intermittent?
2: Well, it started off being intermittent and it just seems to me now that every time he uses it, he has the problem. So it's got worse over time. And
0: what have you done to, other than Googling, what have you done to speak to Apple about it or have you been to an Apple store?
2: No, we live in the country. Okay, yep. And...
0: From where did you get a, the phone from, one of the telcos?
2: Uh, yeah, it's an Optus. Okay. It's, an op- it's on an Optus account.
0: And what do they say? Uh,
2: no, well, we haven't gone down that path. Okay. Yep. Um and, and I suppose because the internet says uh, once it's out of warranty, Apple won't deal with it.
0: Well, that's um, bollocks, uh, and you don't need to worry about the internet, right? So let's just look at this. You've got a problem with the phone. It is not performing as you would hope. Um, it is an iPhone 6, not 6S, just 6 six Plus, is it? So two years um, old. I
2: can't remember if it's got an S in it, but it's definitely
0: a Plus. Uh, and is it one or two years old? 13 months. Okay. So it is very, very new. Okay. Now, here's what you need to remember. And again, as I say, I love the research on the internet, but um, let's ignore what uh, especially people in other countries, say, about uh, issues with phones and warranties and things like that. We in yes, Australia sure. are protected by Australian consumer law. Now, those are the three magic words and they are three, the three most important words that you have. Um, what you need to do is take that phone to Optus and say, Hi, Optus, this phone is not performing as it should. Um here, have a look, and they should say, oh, that's no good, is it? And then when they say, oh, mate, it's out of warranty, sorry, you say, I'm sorry, Um, that is a fundamental feature of the phone. Um, You should cover this under Australian consumer law. And they are required to take it and get it fixed.
2: Fantastic.
0: So the thing about warranty is a warranty... You've
2: just given me the words, you've just given me the words, (laughs) Say.
0: <laughs> and and that's that's exactly what I want to do now. Look, I'm not suggesting that that's going to happen first. Go um, first person you speak to might go, yeah, no. Nah. But then, as you have that conversation with the store manager, or you ring Optus and you start, you know, pushing your way through the the basic hurdles that are put in front of people. Um, I believe personally that a 13 month old phone. In fact, I believe that a 36 month old phone should perform as per all the basic functions. On, um, yep. on what uh, that 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 were there when it when you bought it, right? Now, obviously, yep. I don't expect that it won't have screen scratches and cracks and different. You know, things go wrong through general wear and tear. But if you have no signs of bad damage, i.e., there's no bend or smash or crack or anything like that in the device that would impact on the screen then you're absolutely within your rights to say, no, sorry, Australian consumer law says that you should cover this under the statutory life of the device, and I expect you will get it fixed.
2: That sounds easy.
0: All right, <laughs> but I'm keen to know how it goes, Maggie, so you've got all my right, details. Get in know. touch. Let me know how that goes, all right? All righty. I think
2: uh, probably do it by phone because we're in, the, in a country town. Yeah, well, and, start um, off by
0: phone and, um, and see how you that. go.
2: Thank you very much, Trevor. Good, good on good you. On thanks you. thanks
0: for getting in touch, and uh, you know how to get in touch in the future, okay? Thanks a lot,
2: Trevor.
0: Good okay. on you. And uh, if you have a question, a problem, or a, a conversation you want to have, just as Maggie did, just go to the website, eftm.com.au. All right, so as I said earlier, I told you last week about the GoPro Karma. I sat down last week with uh, one of the senior media managers for GoPro who flew into Australia with a Karma, and uh, and let me take it on the Today Show, which was great, and have a good look at it and play with it. That was awesome, and yeah, um, you know, it's it's an unbelievable relaunch of a company in my view, because they were just an action cam company that were missing the boat on a lot of things. I still think they're missing the boat on 360, but let's wait and see how that pans out. But very interesting conversation. So here is my conversation with um, Chris. From GoPro US here in Australia for a quick visit to launch the Karma. Chris, welcome to
3: Australia. Thank you, Sarah. Love being here.
0: Now I, I'm going to describe this, and you, you didn't put these words in my head, but I'm going to describe this as GoPro 2.0 because GoPro f- has been around for many years, uh, the name in action cams. Everyone knows what a GoPro is, but. You know the announcement that you would do a drone was uh, some time ago now. Um, and you mentioned to me that if you go into a retail store now, there's just so many products there. Basically, what's been announced over the last week is a is a restart. It's a whole new range of products that keeps it simple, but really enhances the product range. Just talk me through the the cameras for a start, um, your, your Hero and your Session, and to the motivation behind what those what the what the the
3: range now looks like. Absolutely. So now uh, with the with the. The 2.0 launch, as you put it, uh, we have a simplified three-camera lineup that is waterproof out of the package. Uh, It is a very uh, concise value proposition from good, better, to best camera. Uh, I think previously, um, GoPro has had uh, a variety of cameras on the market, upwards of six SKUs uh, Mm -hmm. out in the marketplace, and I think that uh, muddled it for the user and they they had a hard time making a decision as to which camera was for me. And they were all
0: great cameras but you'd, you'd have one that had a certain resolution or a certain feature. Now you've got three simple cameras and the, like the session for people that haven't seen it this thing is You've had the. This is the second iteration of it. This is a tiny, tiny camera that can mount to almost anywhere, anything, um, and can be held in the hand, of course, as well. Um, What's the main application for that camera? It's just such a small. What is it? A two-centimeter cubed. It's it's so small.
3: It's so small, and uh, really, the main application is that it, because it's so small and durable, that it's something that you put in a purse, a backpack, a pocket. And it's there, and it's ready for you. And you pull it out, and you just touch one button, and let the thing do what it does. And that's capture the the experience. And uh, there there isn't a uh, series of steps to get you the shot that you need. And it isn't cumbersome by any means. So it's, it's very much designed uh, successfully, at we believe, to be the capture anything camera at any point in time. There doesn't need to be any uh, premeditation involved. So then the Hero is, is more
0: like the traditional GoPro people would have seen, similar size, but it's it continues to miniaturise. You've now got a big screen on the back, and the interface has all changed. The big difference there is going water waterproof. Um, so you've always, in the box, got a waterproof housing with the GoPro, but now that GoPro doesn't need a housing around it. You could be at the beach, and if the kids run into the water, that's not a problem waterproof was obviously a really important thing for this new lineup
3: yes absolutely and as you mentioned it there were essentially two things that you needed to be waterproof in previous iterations you needed the housing and your camera but a lot of the times the camera wasn't in the housing and in a reactive situation uh sometimes the housing isn't with you 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 needed to remember two things now you only need the camera and it's going to be great no matter what the application or the conditions are and that is such a i think a big step forward being able to just simplify uh the process of the camera
0: and i think drawing a line in the sand for gopro and just saying well all the old products you know now superseded by these three is one thing but then to add karma to the lineup really that's that's the 2.0 for me that's what makes it an ecosystem because karma is not a drone it is not just a drone it's so many different things what's the thinking behind not just launching a drone you know because you could have just you know, brought out a drone that people put their GoPros on and they flew around. What's the thinking behind creating something that is an object that flies and allows you to shoot? It then becomes something you can handheld to get new stabilization techniques. And I described it the other night on the radio as, you know, being like a steady cam for mums and dads. I mean, it's, it's an unbelievable leap forward in um, camera technology under $2,000 here in Australia.
3: Yes, absolutely. And I, the thinking there was that yes well well drones uh you know in recent years uh have been able to capture beautiful perspectives uh for gopro we've always wanted to provide an easy way to get the most creative perspectives well in a drone that's Another perspective, great. But a lot of what makes a drone shot great is that smooth, steady version the of gimbal, that. the thing that hangs underneath yes, the drone
0: that. is what makes that beautiful flowing picture. So why not take that off and let people carry it around with them?
3: Absolutely, that, that shot is great, but so is every smooth shot. You can take something like running and chasing someone and suddenly it looks great because it's mm. stabilized. And so... Karma is a stabilization system. It's not a a flying machine. It is that, but it is also substantially more. Now you can get that smooth, beautiful cinematic shot, no matter what you're doing, Mm -hmm. which I think from the get go, that's what karma needed to be is a way to get the best perspective in the smoothest way
0: you you, as someone senior in in the organization did you feel the pressure over the last kind of 12 to 18 months because i gotta say i probably it's not like i'm exerting huge pressure globally on the company but i remember leaving ces in 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 leaving the gopro booth at ces going what the hell's going on here there's nothing new it's just a few cameras right there was no drone there was no three i just felt disappointed so did did you feel that pressure even though you you would have seen the pipeline you would have knew what was coming It must be annoying to have that pressure on you, but know what's coming next.
3: Yes, although um, for me, and I think for the vast majority of people who work at GoPro, uh, be they abroad or in the United States, uh, we all, for the most part, are very much GoPro users. And so while I don't think it was pressure, I felt something, Mm -hmm. but that something was... Uh, anticipation, because as much as anyone else, I wanted to get my hands on it. I knew you know what what we can do as a brand, and while that product is being developed, we don 't all know everything, mm-hmm. but we know the possibilities and the people that do work on those products that we knew something super exciting was coming, and so I think less than pressure. Uh, because we already have such a great product line and we have other uh, you know brand stories and athletes that we work with and you know the day-to-day is amazing it is more that we were just as much anticipating a really cool product and getting our hands on it well look as someone
0: who loved my drone fly my drone all the time i was super excited to see what you'd launched but probably more excited than I could have expected given what you've created as a solution because you know the, the concept of you know I do car videos so walking around a car and, and shooting stabilised video walking around having that kind of uh, and waterproof in the, in the cameras there's so much in this that I think it uh, it all bodes very well for GoPro not that it was you know, ever looking bad but I think it's this 2.0 looks very promising and uh, and good luck with it so the products will be available next month in Australia the, the cameras and uh, the drones hopefully very soon.
3: Yes absolutely we're so excited to finally be showing these to everyone and and uh we look forward to seeing what people do with them and what the stuff that they capture it's that's probably one of the best things about gopro is the uh, consumer to brand mm. doesn't end at the sale, uh, that connection continues because everyone gets to see the content that comes out and yeah. we look always look forward to seeing what people end up shooting.
0: Well, enjoy your few days in Australia. Thanks for your time having only just got off a plane a few hours ago, mate, I appreciate
1: it. <laughs> Thank you, sir, I appreciate it. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.
0: And we do it all thanks to the good people at Alcatel. The uh, Go Play range of smartphones is uh, available now. Stunning. Um, smartphones, very simple to use because they are shockproof, waterproof, dustproof and only a couple of hundred dollars very easy to buy at Big W and other places, such similar I think $299 is the price Um, great screen, pretty good camera beautiful colours these are great, cracking little phones and highly recommended, especially for your teenage kids, Um, they're an Android phone so they can download all their favourite apps Um, they can be Snapchatting they can be doing all those things now that I think about why I stick sometimes with uh, iOS, it's because I want to use iMessage, but that's these days with messaging everywhere. Uh, our Android is a viable option for everyone, including your teenage kids who think they want a different phone. But you give them a shockproof, waterproof, dustproof smartphone, they're going to be very happy. It um, comes in a couple of different colors, so uh, you can check those out online. Just go to Alcatel mobile.com/slash AU. let's have a look at some of the news of the week. Um, Spotify this week announced a new set of playlists. Now I'll be honest, I haven't used Spotify now for a few months my uh, my Vodafone um, as a Vodafone customer, my Spotify subscription has run out Um, but They've announced a a daily mix. So their, their announcement says, we're putting your personal music taste front and center with the launch of Daily Mix, a series of playlists with near endless playback that combines your favorite tracks with new songs that we think you'll love, minus the effort that goes into creating the perfect listening session. Now, this is interesting to me because I am pretty stuck on my own tracks. So they say, you tune into a mix of music you know and love made fresh in continuously updated playlists. Um, you choose the kind of theme, so uh, dancing or upbeat or mellow, whatever it might be. And as your music taste evolves, so will your daily mix. In fact, the more you listen, the better the mixes become. So basically, it feels like they're moving the Discover playlists, which were the weekly playlists, into um, into a daily offering. So, But it's endless, so it, it continues to stream. So it feels like a rebranding of what was kind of the radio-style streams that we've had in these um, streaming music apps Um You know, you you say, I want John Farnham, then you just get an endless stream of songs that related to. um, It does feel a bit like that, so I'm not sure whether this is just uh, an evolution of those things, a combination of those things. But if you are a Spotify user that is available now, you should uh, download or update the app, make sure it's all good. Um, New users will be able to access Daily Mix after approximately two weeks of listening. Um, And you'll find the Daily Mix in your library in the latest version of Spotify and Android or iOS Available globally to all users, both free and premium. But if you do only sign up to Spotify now, it needs to learn a bit about you. So it takes a couple of weeks to get that cracking. Uh, Your Tech Life. Now, Channel 9 today announced they, um, I think they're the first... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they're the first uh, Australian uh, TV network to uh, integrate Chromecast support. Um, Now, Chromecast is the Google um, dongle that you plug into HDMI port of your TV and you can then mirror or stream content directly to your big screen TV. So essentially, um, you're watching Nine Now, which is their app. You can be watching live TV, catch-up TV, uh, whatever it might be in their app. And you choose the. You're on the Wi-Fi network, the same as your Chromecast. You can now click a button, and whatever you're watching on your phone comes up on your big-screen TV. And you can go away and keep using your phone for whatever it is you want. Um, you could you could watch Facebook. You could turn the phone off. It'll still stream. You just can't then control the stream, other than to turn it off. So it's a very simple um, thing, but it's a pretty important update, I think. And I think Android users specifically who who love their uh, their Chromecast will be um, pumped and excited by that. So Nine Now, all you need to do is update the app. The number nine, uh, the word now, one word, Nine Now. Um, Very cool app because, hey, when I'm on the Today Show, you can watch repeats of that. So if you have the app, you can now watch the segment I did last week on smart appliances and the segment we did on the weekend uh, about the drones. So Nine Now is the app, and you can now
1: Chromecast it as well. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Tech Tech Live with Trevor Long.
0: So a couple probably a month ago now, I received to play with and review a bike. Now, those that have met me, know me, uh, or generally judge me will know cycling, not really my thing. Uh, um, I own a bike, but it's only another bike that I reviewed and I don't ride it very much. Um, in fact, I haven't ridden it since I reviewed it. But this bike was different because it had a power plug. This is a Bosch e-bike. Now, actually, it's a Reisen & Muller um frame and and you know equipment shimano this and that on it and it's a beautiful bike and let me start by saying it's six thousand two hundred dollars but have a look at eftm.com.au the photos beautiful bike because it's in golf racing colors the the light blue and the orange beautiful very cool bike and uh and really designed to uh impress you know when you ride up the shops you know show off it looks good right it kind of looks like a mountain bike. It's got shocks on the front, but really the tires and things not not equipped for mountain biking, so really just a runaround. But forget all that, and it doesn't matter how you use a bike. The system that is equipped on it is what matters. The Bosch e-bike performance system is basically a, a an electronic motor, I'm going to say, in the crank, so in between the pedals, as well as a big battery and a small digital display. The big battery just sits there. You've got to charge it, and, and it depletes as you as you ride. The display on the on the handlebars tells you how fast you're going, um, can tell you a whole bunch of average speeds, different things, but it also allows you to determine how much electric assistance you want. So basically, this is just a bike. You pedal the bike. It's very heavy because it has about an extra f- 8 or 10 kilos of gear on it, so it's not the fun bike to ride without the electric assistance. But you turn the electric assistance on, and it's like having someone push you along. Now, it's very very weird because I'm not very fit and I was able to ride up a hill without any effort. I put it in turbo mode. I changed down the gears. You're still got to use the gears and this thing pushed me along. Now, it's not an electric scooter. You don't have a throttle. You still have to pedal. If you stop pedaling, you stop riding. If you pedal, it helps you along and you can turn it off when you don't need it and you turn it on when you do. You can turn it up up through kind of five levels. Um, it's very, very interesting um to ha- it's, a, it's an interesting sensation if you like um that really could change the way people see cycling because i think a lot of people love cycling but they're passionate and they, they're doing their lycra riding but people who would would happily ride up the shops but don't right now because it's further than walking distance and they've got a car i think they would ride a bike if they had this system so it's called bosch e-bike and uh there are different levels of it but that is expensive because it's early days i think and i hope um, we'll be interesting to see how and if the uh, the pricing comes down over time but um highly recommend you have a look the the full review is up at eftm.com.au there's a company in sydney called eurocycles who um, sell and distribute these things um, and i think you might be um, you know quite interested to see how it all, how it all works so um, yeah um, let me know what you think i'd be interested in your views eftm.com.au is the way to get in touch with me uh, just say good day And we do it all thanks to the good people at Garmin, Satellite Navigation, GPS Technology, and uh, the Garmin VivoSmart HR Plus is the smart activity tracker with wrist-based heart rate plus GPS. Turn your steps into strides with the VivoSmart HR Plus. It's a GPS activity tracker with Elevate wrist heart rate technology. Not only does it count steps, calories, floors, climbed, intensity, minutes, but it uses GPS satellites to track how far and how fast you go during almost every any activity from running to rollerblading also includes a move bar that gives you a vibrating reminder to get up and move when you've been inactive for too long stay connected with smart notifications on your smartphone that include text email call social media calendar alerts and more right there on your wrist the vivo smart hr plus uh, a cracking health and fitness device um well worth checking out if you're looking for uh, for health and fitness devices, Garmin has them all. Just go to the website, garmin.com.au. The, the range of Vivo products uh, is is unbelievable. Their basic watch, the Vivo Fit 3, the Vivo Smart HR, the Vivo Active, the Vivo Active HR. Heart rate detection and uh, monitoring is one of the core um, competencies of the new Garmin products. So whether you walk, run, bike, swim, golf, climb, skip, jump or go, um, there's a whole bunch of wearables to help you move a little more than the day before check them out garmin.com.au
1: talking technology without the jargon your, your tech life. life with trevor long
0: so i mentioned dyson and they um, You've you've probably seen their fans um those kind of weird hollow things um the um the cool thing about the new range is that they have uh air air purifiers now i'm going to give one of these a go in my son's room my son suffers from dust allergies and i mentioned this to my next guest um and uh And I think it's worth you know finding out whether or not this can have an effect on um, on my son's dust allergies. so I caught up uh, with Dominic Mason, who's a senior engineer with Dyson from Singapore, um, where they developed or designed and researched the um, the pure. Uh, link range of uh, Dyson products, and um, he, he was kind enough to give me some time here uh, for a quick chat to, about the products and about his time at Dyson here on Your Tech Life. Dominic, welcome to the show. So, um, before we talk about the product we're launching here today, let's talk about Dyson uh, as an engineer. You're a senior engineer at Dyson. It must be one of those places that, uh, in terms of as a, as a young engineer growing up, uh, bit of a bit of a mecca, somewhere you you've, would have always wanted to work. It strikes me as one of those places that invests so heavily in research and development, it's, uh, it's the ultimate place for an engineer to work. Would that be right?
4: Uh, definitely. Um, we have about £5 million um, a week we spend on research and development. We've just built a new research and development centre back in the UK, Um, I think it was £2.5 million worth of investment. And we're trying to get another 3,000 engineers to come and join us. Um, But in terms of... of that's in the UK? That's in the UK. Right. So research, so uh, engineers, scientists. So across the board at the moment, we have about 3,000 scientists and engineers working for us. We're now looking to try and double that to get even more fun stuff going on. And, And to go back to your other question is it a mecca to go and work for yes you know <laughs> you know we're encouraged to do an awful lot of of iterative testing so building prototypes mm. Doing tests because
0: we hear a lot about companies like uh, Google and Facebook. Uh, and, you know who, who you would find, even the general public would see as being you know high-tech, innovative companies. We hear a lot about them doing these kind of hack days where you just you know spend a certain amount of your time just building fun stuff. Is that what goes on at Dyson? Is that how we come up with these ideas which we've seen recently, like the, the supersonic, the hairdryer, the hand dryers, and things like that, which seem to have come from nowhere for the average public. But is that where ideas come from? Just tinkering and and, and working on those.
4: So, so usually the ideas come from uh, development of other things. So you could be trying to develop a hand dryer. And as you're going through that, you might discover, well, this technology might be useful for something else. Mm. And then you'd have a brainstorming session to determine what else it could be used. And that can then split into three or four other things. Right. So as we're doing iterative development of a specific product, we start to find other other interesting areas because to it's a little
0: bit of uh, what came first chicken and egg stuff with dyson products because it all relates back to the digital motor doesn't it It all comes back to that motor technology that originally powered the vacuums and then you know obviously reverse that and you create hand dryers you create uh, fans uh that's at the heart of all dyson products isn't it
4: yeah the digital motors is at the heart of all of our vacuum cleaners hand dryers um we don't have a digital motor in the purifiers and the and the fans yet. But, you know, as we said, we've got a big research center that's probably going to be looking at something along those lines. Um, but it's, it's all about, we don't go out into the market and do market research to find out what people want. We, we, we tend to find a technology, develop that into a good product, and then try and make that solve a problem. Or we find a problem, and then we create a technology to solve it. So it it's very much an iterative process. And it's, it's very, it's it's a process of discovery in some cases. Um, And as we've said, building prototypes, testing those prototypes and really determining how those things work what's the next steps that's the really interesting part
0: so we're looking today at the the pure range of products pure link and there's two reasons for those words pure being purification of the air link being uh, app control let's talk about them both separately um, what i'm looking at here are what i would be people would be familiar with they walk into a harvey norman or somewhere like that and they they would have seen the dyson fan technology the big uh, ovals or circles that, that blow the air at you what you've added to that is air purification, which is obviously a huge market overseas. A lot of Asian countries have a high demand for air purification. What are, the, um, what are the implications for air purifications in Australia? What kind of use cases are there for the average family in terms of why you would want air purification in your home?
4: So, so one of the key reasons we started on air purification was we were looking at, you know, we saw that China, for example, has got bad air pollution mm. outside. As we did more and more research, we realised that, it's not just an Asian problem; it's all around the world. Mm-hmm. But then we started to discover that outdoor pollution is a problem, but also indoor pollution. So as our houses houses become more sealed to try and keep heat or cool in, we're realizing that all of the usual cleaning products that you might be using, uh, scented candles, pet dander, cooking, those all give off uh, pollutants. You know, smells and odors, etc. Um, we also Discovered things uh, when you 're talking about um, allergies so mm-hmm. asthma sufferers when you 're talking about pollution levels or pollen mm-hmm. levels so
0: and that 's a big thing in australia a lot of people hay fever, different different issues with uh, springtime comes around. In fact, we're coming into it now. A lot of people will be, it'll resonate with them that it's time to pull out the, the tissues. So if you have those allergy problems, it's the environment around your home that may influence what's inside your home. Plus I said to you before we, before we chatted, uh, you know, my son's got a dust mite allergy. And so putting air purification into his room may well improve his quality of sleep. It may improve a lot of different things for him. That's the kind of examples of places where a product like this will help people yeah oh
4: definitely i think if you've got if it's a small airborne particle the product will filter it Mm so um you're saying that australia is not that aware but pm 2.5 or particles as small as 2.5 of a micron um they're very very small particles that are airborne the dyson product will filter particles as small as 0.1 And those really small particles are the ones that get into your lungs and then into your bloodstream and can start to cause problems. Um, Pollen is, is, we've seen a real uh, interest in people with allergies using the products coming back to us to saying that it's made a real difference. Um, My son has a mold spore uh, allergy and we've got purifiers in his room and it's helped. It's helped his sleep no end, no coughing and spluttering. He's a happy little man in the morning.
0: All right, and the link aspect of the product is, is a smartphone connect or an app connect. This is the first Dyson product to have um, app interactivity. So obviously they connect to your Wi-Fi network at home, you, you go through a setup process and then via your smartphone or tablet you could be anywhere in the world and you could look at um, what the air quality in your home, you could control the, control the product. So I mean, what is the use case for that? Is it really about trying to see the, the graph of the air quality over time or is it about people who forget to turn the heater off and want to turn it off when they get to wherever they're going?
4: So it's a bit of both, really. So if, for example, you wanted to have the, you know, it's hot at home, you're on your way home from work and you want to put the the fan on for cooling, you can do that and get the air circulating. Um, For the purification, what we wanted to do is you can have a purifier sitting in the corner of the room and you can switch it on, Mm -hmm. but you don't know if it's actually doing anything. And what the app allows you to do is it allows you to interact with the product, but also interact with your environment. So instead of it just being like a TV remote, you're just changing channels. Mm -hmm. This is actually giving you useful information about what's happening in your home. Um, And because it has an auto mode, you can switch it to auto mode. And when you have an increase in dust or uh, volatile organic compounds floating around in the air, the machine will switch on and filter those down to a specific level Mm -hmm. in order to get that um, into a good air quality level.
0: Well, I'm sure the app will be the first of many because you can imagine things from robot vacuums to other products interacting with each other via apps and telling each other to turn on and off. I'm not sure they're going to be able to dry the hair or whatever else might be on the radar, but it is, uh, it's is—it's an exciting innovation and, and I think the, the, the quality challenge to people is to think about air quality in their home and, and think about whether or not purification of air is something you, you haven't considered through allergies and things like that. Dominic, good to chat to you, mate, and I uh, hope you have a good time in Australia.
4: Thank you very much. Nice to meet
0: you. Radio. So a few more things before we um, before we wrap it up. And and I should say, um, yes, still finding my way with podcasting versus radio versus everything. Um, and the radio show is podcast, so the radio show is available online. I don't know if it's available yet on iTunes and everything. Um, I'm probably. Uh, need to do some work on on what we publish online because um the team because i have a bunch of producers with the radio show the team are putting up both highlights including some of the interviews you've heard here and the whole show so maybe we'll mix it around so if you wanted to hear technology five nights a week well there's probably enough content there for you but this is probably enough you know once a week just me chatting anyway we'll cover that as best we can so if you are in sydney or uh well, anywhere in Australia you want to listen to Talking Technology every night, uh, 8 p.m. Sydney time for an hour, Um be, be great to have your company. You can uh, you can tune in uh, on 954 a.m. in Sydney. You can listen via the website talkinglifestyle.com.au um, and it'll be available across the country on the radio soon on um, uh, um, digital radio at the very least. Now, one of the things we talked about just a couple of nights ago on the radio was a, a little startup called Ragtagged. Um, and I've been mentioning this all week on the radio in different places too because I think it's awesome. Two kids, that's what I'm going to call them, 23 and 24-year-olds, Chloe and Eugene, I think off the top of my head the names are, um, are, have come up with an idea that, that solves lots of parents' problems. Now, if you're a parent, you'll know this. Your kids come home from school, they don't have their hat, they don't have their jumper, they've lost it. They've left it at school. And that gets bundled up and thrown into a lost property bin. You don't know whether it's in the lost property bin or whether it's been taken by someone else or whether they left it in the car. You don't know where it is. Rag tagged is an electronic tagging system for clothes and soon lunchboxes and things too. So basically, you're, um, you buy your, your school uniform and it has built into the, the tag at the back a, a small electronic chip just like what's in your credit card. And then there's a code on the, on the garment as well. You send a text with that code to a specific number and your phone number is then registered to that item of clothing. Now, what then happens is when Jackson leaves his hat in the school playground and Mrs. Maymo, the school principal, collects them all up at the end of the day and throws them in the lost property bin, there's sensors in the lost property bin and the sensor detects that hat and sends a text message to me immediately straight away you as a parent know exactly where it is unbelievable such a great idea rag tag r-a-g-t-a-g-d and um i think they've rolled out like 13 schools in sydney they'll obviously roll out now nationally and you've got to imagine this is an international product They've, they've they've applied for an international patent um so they're hoping to get that ability to to own the concept um and i think they will expand rapidly globally because it's just such a cool idea and uh, saving parents uh, hours of searching when you'll get a text message saying, yep, no, it's at school in the lost property bin. And also save the lost property people, you know, probably having too much stuff piling up because parents will actually know it's there. They won't not bother to go. They will just go and collect it. Lovely, lovely, cool idea from a Sydney startup uh, called Rag Tagged, R-A-G-T-A-G-D. Check that out at eftm.com.au.
1: Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.
0: Now, last week or the week before or while I was in Berlin, I told you about the Samsung Family Hub Smart Fridge. Um, It was announced formally in Australia on Thursday. The price, $7,499. Wow, that's an expensive fridge, but the 21-inch touchscreen, the cameras inside, all those cool things I've told you about before. Plus, they have announced a partnership with Woolworths. So uh, next month, there'll be a Woolworths app available. You'll be able to order your groceries from the front screen of the fridge. Very, very cool. So the Samsung Family Hub, again, uh, you can check that out. The videos on Nine Now. Um, I, I covered that and showed it on the Today Show, uh, ninenow.com.au. Plus, the other product I showed on, on the Today Show was the Whirlpool Crispin Grill. This is a uh, microwave with convection capabilities. You can fry an egg in a minute 45, people. Wow. And I've been making frozen pies come to life in a crispy, warm, beautiful way for several days now i'm testing it every day to be sure that it works i don't want to mislead you so i'm testing it every day um and yeah it's fantastic so well worth a look at that one as well that product also is up at eftm.com.au and last but not least um lamborghini Forza Horizons 3. I haven't installed it yet. I'm going to do it. Forza Horizons 3 has launched on Xbox One, and it's all based in Australia. But because it's based in Australia, and there's a beautiful Lamborghini in it, they've made a one-off, limited, not just limited, one-off edition of the Xbox One S in Lamborghini colors, markings, everything. And it is now on show at the Microsoft Store in City, in Pitt Street. And you can win it. You buy a copy of Forza Horizon 3, you go into the drawer to win a one-of-a-kind. Now, let me just give you some context on that. PlayStation's 20th anniversary, they released a grey, beautiful console, limited edition, about 2,500 of them. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to have one of those. Uh, Michael Ephraim, the, the boss of PlayStation Australia, sent me one as a just a gesture of thanks, and it was a beautiful gift. I never considered selling it, of course, but when they were announced, because it was like a lottery to get them, they were selling on eBay for $10,000. Can you imagine what the Lamborghini one-off Microsoft Xbox One would be worth? It's at least ten grand, probably twenty. Wow. And there would be people who own Lamborghinis who would want to own it. A very interesting product. Oh, imagine winning that. Uh, check it out, uh, details of that. And photos of that at eftm.com.au.
1: Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.
0: You know what? I'm going to leave you with the song. I haven't played the song for a few weeks so thank you for listening thank you for downloading um, get in touch anytime you like eftm.com.au um, love to hear from you love to hear you on twitter at Trevor Long is the uh, is the twitter handle go to my facebook page trevorlong.com to say good day and like and keep in touch there we'll be back again next week with your tech life episode 347 until then let's get techy it might sound crazy when I'm about to
2: Trevor